Hello and welcome to episode number four of the Dorm Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Mark. And today we're going to be talking all about O-Week. So we've brought to you uh, this Monday about our uh, move-in update. So now we're going to talk about O-Week and the absolute joy that has brought us and every second that has just been absolutely fantastic. Oh yeah, you know, we've just been absolutely riveted by all these O-Week activities all week. <laughs> okay, so actually... A week has been pretty successful so far. We're almost done with it. Today is Friday. Tomorrow, Saturday is the last day of O week. Pretty much all we have is the Project X race. And today, later today, we have Minorama, which is, I think, where we see all the design teams, right, Adam? Yeah, that's where we meet. Well, you, I think there's other clubs there, too. Oh, I think really? every club is there. I oh, don't know. Nice. Yeah, because we also met the design teams, uh, what was it, two days ago? Or was it yeah, I, I believe it was two days ago on Wednesday, we yeah. went to the Student Design Center and met some of the design teams, which actually Chris and I did not end up at the Design Center because since our group like kept losing people, we just kind of slept in that day and then met up with our group later yeah, for Project yeah, Mark, X. Why don't you uh, go over about how many people are in your group right now? Because on Monday, you still had about the normal amount. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, on Monday, I think I said we had like five people or something. So now our group is pretty much just me, Chris, and a guy named Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Yeah, shout out to Ryan for sticking it through with us. We also had a guy named Ian who only showed up for meals, and that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we have not seen him in a couple days now either. Yeah. So it's just me, Chris, and Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, For my OE group, uh, we actually have lost a couple people. We've lost about, I think, three, but honestly, I don't even know their names. I hate to be mean like that, but uh, I, I honestly forgot. So. Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to remember people's names when they don't show up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, one guy showed up for like one, he came late, so he came like the next day, and then he left, and then never came back. But I, I was honestly confused. I think he might have been a transfer student, because he seemed pretty old. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. All right, dude, so you wrote on here you know that it's a mix of online and in person but really it's been all in person except for the academic workshops yeah so that's what we're kind of saying so a week has been mostly in person with a lot of the activities and stuff we've been going and watching videos with our group uh those of us who actually have groups and uh we've also been working on project x the whole week which was the remote control car we talked about on Monday, but uh, online we've had all of the workshops, which is, they basically just help people get credit for classes so they don't have to actually take them. Chris and I were in a trig workshop. I believe Adam, you were in a problem solving workshop. Yeah, that was pretty easy too, because it's mostly just algebra based. Yeah, so like all the people with math based workshops like us moved in Saturday or Sunday and then everybody else moved in on Monday. Well, people even that moved in later still had the academic workshops. Well, yeah, they still had academic workshops. Just uh, only the math-based people moved in on the weekends. Yeah. Um, But also, too, uh, for Project X, I actually haven't asked you about this even in person yet, is uh, how has your car been going since you have three people? Oh, yeah. So our car, since we only have three people... We didn't even actually start building our car until yesterday. <laughs> Wasn't which, yesterday the last day to yeah, even build? <laughs> yesterday was the last day to work on it. So that's pretty much all we did. Uh, but we have like, so for those of you guys who don't know, the Project X challenges, I believe it has to be able to attach to a zip line. Yep. 
and then it has to catch like tennis-sized balls that aren't tennis balls. Yeah. And then I think you have to knock over bowling pins too. So for the zip line, we just kind of have like a little string with a loop that a carabiner can hook into it. Mm-hmm, that's exactly what and we then have to. We have a little like square net around the top of our car just to catch the like tennis balls or whatever. And then we front loaded our car a little bit by cutting off the top of a water bottle and just shoving a bunch of supplies into it and putting it on the front of the car. So hopefully it'll be able to knock over the bowling pins. Our car does not look very good. Uh, our team was called the pit crew. We were supposed to be like Lightning McQueen, I guess. Uh, also, too, I know it sounds like we're kind of railing on people for leaving, but it is completely optional for everything for a week. So if you don't want to go, you don't have to go. But it there's been like a statistic that's been provided by the school that says that if you go to a week, you on average have a higher GPA than people that don't. So, I mean, if you're a freshman that's coming in, or I guess if you went to, I guess you can feel good about the fact that you're going to be insanely intelligent. No, I'm joking. But it can't hurt, honestly. Plus, you get to know where things are a lot freaking quicker. Yeah, a week has definitely been a lot. Very helpful with that. I feel like even after like three days, I already pretty much knew where a lot of the buildings on campus are. And at this point, I'm pretty sure almost every building I know, at least the general area of where it is. So it's definitely been preparing us very well for classes next week. Yeah, I mean, I I guess it has been preparing us for... I mean, really, it's just been telling us where things are, at least for my group. Yeah. I mean, I guess they do the teamwork stuff, but we've been doing that since, you know, we were in preschool, so... Well, yeah, but also we've had, like, we toured the Academic Success yeah, Center, or the Student Success Center, which is where LEAD is, which is basically just the tutoring that S&T has. So, honestly, that's probably one of the most important things to know where it is, and we know where it is now, so we can... Uh, be successful with that. Yeah. And then also, I guess, since we should probably talk about this and something that's on everyone's mind constantly 24-7 is uh, social distancing. Oh, yeah. Since uh, you really can't, you can't really social distance in our groups. Like, you're supposed to only have two people working on a car at a time, which I guess really isn't a struggle for your group. And, you're <laughs> supposed, and you know, you're trying to stay six feet apart, but usually you're closer. And then you also eat yeah. meals with your group, so your masks are off. So, I mean, what's your, your opinion on uh, just social distancing in general? Well, so social distancing within our O-Week groups has definitely been a challenge. Most of the time, we do all have masks on, so it's not, like, as big of a risk. That's true. But like Adam said, usually we have the, like, big O-Week groups all eating together, and they all we, everybody has to sit down, and obviously you take your masks off because you can't eat with your mask on. Mm-hmm. But at least... All the O-Week groups eat outside, so that's slightly better than eating inside. Uh, (laughs) But, I don't know. I feel like maybe there could have been a better way to do meals. But, for the most part, in my opinion, S&T has pretty well organized the O-Week groups for social distancing. That is true. It's a lot better than what it, I guess, not really could have been. But I think I actually mentioned this on the first episode where I talked about uh, like that video I found from like 2013 with uh, Project X. So I was right that they still had Project X. But in yeah. the opening shot of that video, the entire like courtyard area, there's probably a thousand people there all just together. And now everything's staggered. So there's not, I mean, sometimes there'll be multiple groups together, but they're all spread out. So, I mean, it's definitely a lot better because everything's staggered now. 
not every single person is going to meet together like they did before. Yeah, that's definitely true. Like, whenever we have seen other groups, there's been, like, at least 20 feet between us and the other group, except for, like, when we have to pass them on the sidewalk or something. So S&T definitely did a good job at kind of staggering the opening week activities so they can distance most people from each other. Yeah. I mean, honestly, so far our COVID response has been pretty good because we've only had uh, one confirmed case, and I'm pretty sure that was isolated pretty quickly. Um, so hopefully they're all right. Hopefully they get better. Uh, you know, best uh, best wishes to them. But, you know, some other schools are really struggling, such as uh, Notre Dame and North Carolina. Uh, they've already paused their on. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, in-person classes, and they've moved online. So I really don't want to do that because we've only been living here for like a week. Yeah, uh, but like you said, uh, S and T has been doing a good job so far. We've only had one confirmed case at Notre Dame. I believe they had like 200 or something as of yesterday. Uh, Adams checking that for me right now. Uh, yeah, it surged to about 222 cases, and that was written two days ago, so it's, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, they've had, like, 200 cases so far, and they've been open pretty much the same amount of time as we have, I believe, and they also have a similar student population to us, right? Like, how much does S&T have? It has about 8,000 people that go 8, here. 8,000? Yeah. Yeah, and then Notre Dame has like 12,000, so they have slightly more, uh, like, they have a bit more students than us, but we have a lot less cases. Actually, according to this, their undergraduate is 8,617 students, oh. where Missouri S&T looks like, I think it's around a little over 800, uh, not 800, uh, 8,000 but let me just check real quick. So, yeah, Notre Dame is at 8,617 students, and then compared to Missouri S&T, which is 8,000... So compared to Notre Dame, it's 8,617 students, where S&T is 8,096 students. So it's really, pretty... it's basically one-on-one, for the most part. Yeah, so for the most part, after Adam looked it up, S&T and Notre Dame have pretty much the exact same amount of students that go there. And they have had many more cases than we have so far. So S&T is definitely doing a lot better job than some schools out there. Yeah, well, sometimes, too, it's not always the school's fault. It's the students. So, I mean, that's true. really, the best thing that anybody can do is sanitize. Or if you don't sanitize, try to wash your hands when you get a chance. Um, and wear a mask. Just do the yeah. basic the basic things, and we can stay here. Even though uh, that kind of stinks to do, it's a lot better than taking online classes. So. And it does kind of sound like we're railing on Notre Dame a little bit here, but like Adam was saying, it's not necessarily entirely the school's fault. It could be the student's fault. And I did hear that Notre Dame actually had everybody get tested before they came to school, but... Uh, I don't know if this part is true, but I heard that some people were reporting false negative tests to Notre Dame, and that's why they have so many cases already. So it could be the students, or it could be the college not in enacting enough in, enforced policies. Yeah, but that's also not confirmed, so don't take this as like a 
source. That's just a speculation at this point. Yeah, the, this is a. We'll try to provide solid facts for you whenever we can, but we will also give you little discla- disclaimers like that when we're not sure if the information is totally accurate. Mm-hmm. And with COVID, I mean, things are accurate, but still everything is up in the air because this yeah. is such a new disease. Well, not really new, but the response to it and the strand. Yeah, yeah plus there's like so many different conflicting sources of infra- information on COVID. So yeah, well, it's hard to get the real information. All right. Well, now that I guess we got our news hour out of the way, um, <laughs> we can move back on to the S&T lifestyle, I guess. So, I mean, uh, going back to, I guess, O-Week and just the general experience of week one, I mean, I've had a pretty good time. I mean, honestly, I don't feel that homesick. I mean, obviously, I miss my family, so hi, guys. But uh, also, we don't live that far away. We only live about an hour, 30 minutes home, uh, from home. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm having a good time. I like kind of living on my own. It's a different it's a change. It's a difference. Uh, definitely more things I have to do now. But, you know, give and take everything that's happened, I'm having a good time. Even with the social distancing and the O-Week. Like, even with O-Week, I didn't think it'd be super engaging. But I thought, you know... Now that I reflect on it, I like it. I like my mentor, the people in my group. I pretty much have no complaints so far. So, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, before we even got here, when I heard that a week was going to be, like, super packed, I was kind of, like, bummed out. Like, I thought it wouldn't be the best and, like, it would kind of feel like we can't even end up in our dorm at all. But, honestly, it's been a pretty solid experience been really helpful and fun even though i only had three group members it was still fun so props to snt for starting us off right so transitioning to our next topic um the food we talked a lot monday about um the box lunches they provided and honestly i think the box lunches got gotten a lot better since monday absolutely yeah. we had we've had a few like pretty good box lunches from monday there's still some I guess sketchy meals that <laughs> well, they're not really <laughs> sketchy. The best. Yeah, they're they're not sketchy. They're definitely safe, but they weren't like the tastiest. But we have had some pretty good meals from Havener in the food court. Like, yeah, because at night food... we get actual not actual food, but freshly cooked food. Because the box lunches, from what I've been told, and I think I said this already, but they have to be prepared twenty four hours before and quarantined. Yeah. But at night, we get basically a free meal swipe in Havener, or the Havener Center. Uh, we get a free meal swipe in there, and the food in there is really good. Yeah, so. plus there's different restaurants. So if you don't want a chicken sandwich, like at lunch, and everybody has to use a chicken sandwich, you go to the pizza place, the sub place, the, is there, a, I think, a... There's a burger place. Burger place. There's a bunch of places. Yeah. And there's even a Chick-fil-A, but that doesn't open until Monday, I believe. So I guess we can start going to Chick-fil-A. I did bring a Chick-fil-A gift card, so, but there's not that much on it. Uh, yeah, but I mean, the food, honestly, not that bad. I prefer warm food, but free food is free food. Yeah, one one of the meals, I think it was two days ago at lunch, we had a buffalo chicken wrap, which there wasn't really much buffalo flavoring, so the buffalo label was a little confusing, but Chris and I actually came back to the dorm and microwaved it, and it was very good, so... Some of the meals, honestly, you can just heat up and then they're much better. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, we actually went out to uh, Buffalo uh, Wild Wings with our friends, and I still ended up getting the meal swipe and eating it. So I, I probably ate way too much, but I, I wanted that pizza. Yeah. like So Adam went and still got the meal swipe, and Chris and I 
used our meal swipe to actually get lunch for today. So we don't even know what the box lunch from today was because we just ate uh, Mondo's, which is the sub place in the Havener Center. Yeah, and then I just made myself food from my fridge. So, I mean, I don't really want a box lunch. So you have that option. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we can harp on this until uh, an hour passes. But a week's been great. The first <laughs> week's been great. But I think the greatest experience of this week was Wednesday night at well, I guess it was Wednesday morning, wasn't it? Or was it? It was Thursday morning, at twelve oh eight a.m. I got a knock on oh, my door. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I had just fallen asleep because I stayed up kind of late that night. Depending, I know to most people that doesn't sound late, but I went to bed at eleven. Whatever, uh, take it later, early, whoever you are. But I was asleep for about an hour, and all of a sudden I hear, Adam, wake up. <laughs> Please, Adam, I locked myself out of my room. <laughs> yeah, so I get up, I'm half awake, and Mark is standing in my doorway, and I'm like, why are you knocking on my door in the middle of the night? What, what do you need right now? And he's like, I went to the bathroom, and the door locked behind me, so now I can't get back in the room. And so Chris, who sadly isn't on the podcast today because he wanted to take a day off, uh, he, he was still asleep in Mark's room because Mark and Chris share a room, and I have my own personal room. But something is weird with Chris's and Mark's door. We should probably actually have our RA look at it because, like, it locks and unlocks all the time. Yeah, like, sometimes it locks, like, when we close the door. Sometimes it doesn't lock. Sometimes it doesn't even lock when we press down the button. Yeah. So it's kind of confusing. But, so, Chris, he was sleeping in the dorm. So I thought I could just knock on the door to wake him up. So before I even came in to wake Adam up... I was knocking on our door for probably like 10, 15 minutes as loud as I could. Well, not as loud as I could, but pretty close to it. I just didn't want to wake up other people around us. But I was almost yelling through the door. I was like, Chris, please, I'm locked out. I need you to get up and open the door. <laughs> and, and what's funny, too, is I heard it like immediately, which is so weird, too. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's because I had just fallen asleep like an hour ago. So maybe I was like coming back awake a little bit the rim cycles or whatever but yeah so then i'm like okay well what are we gonna do so me and mark just start pounding on chris's door we're wailing on it and i'm like i'm, I'm like worried that we're gonna wake someone up like mark said when he yeah. was gonna find himself but we're knocking on the door we're shouting chris's name <laughs> to no avail so then this is where i have the genius idea of grabbing my portable bluetooth speaker which is not quiet in any sense of the word i turn it on i connect it to my ipad Turn it all the way up. <laughs> I didn't turn it all the way up, but I turned it like loud enough. I put it right up against the door so the speaker should just be pounding that thing. I then play the Total Drama theme song, Total Drama Island theme song at like high volume. Nothing. I listened to the entire song and it didn't get up. He slept, he slept through that, and then we continued to knock on his door. We played some alarm sounds on yeah, YouTube. I, I, yeah, I also looked up alarm sounds because maybe I could maybe convince him this was an alarm clock. That didn't work. And then I called him about four times. I texted him about like 20. I mean, nothing. He just And then I was like, all right, Mark. <laughs> At that point, like 20, 30 minutes had passed, and I was tired. So I just let Mark sleep on the couch, which is what we just call the spare uh Cow oh, dang it, this bare bed in our room. And we got up the next morning. The spare bed in Adam's room, so yeah. that's where I slept. But actually, like right after Adam played the Total Drama Island theme song too, <laughs> I could have sworn I heard like Chris walking towards the door. So I like pounded harder. I was like, 
Chris, please, I just need you to open the door. And <laughs> we waited like 30 seconds after that, and he still wasn't awake. Maybe he was like tossing and turning. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> but we talked to him about it the next day, and Chris <laughs> said that he has slept through like tornadoes before. So I thought he said earthquakes or something. Or something like that. I don't know, but he slept through a natural disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and he also slept through us literally having basically a party in the middle room. But honestly, even though Mark didn't get to go back to his bed, he didn't could have been a lot worse because he's about to sleep on the carpet in the ministry way. Yeah, after <laughs> banging on our door for like 10 minutes, I was strongly, or I was pretty much convinced that I was going to have to sleep out in our main room. But <laughs> I was so glad that Adam woke up because I was like, at least if I can't get back in my room, I can just sleep in his spare bed. <laughs> and that's what I ended up doing. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's just the story we're going to have to keep for the rest of our lives because that was hysterical. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, that won't happen again. So, within the first week, we've locked you've locked yourself out of the room <laughs> twice. <laughs> twice. The first time, you just forgot the key, and you locked Chris out the second time in the middle of the night. So now you just can never close that door, or we can just yeah. unscrew the the lock. No, whatever. what I what I've resorted to is yesterday. I just so my keys are on a lanyard. I just wore them around my neck until I got in bed to go to sleep because <laughs> I I was not about to get locked out again. I was so scary. <laughs> that 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 is just an awesome story. Hopefully we have more like that to come. But I don't know. Uh, our ex our expense is your laughter. That didn't make any sense. Whatever. One man's torture is another man's laughter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, also, you guys probably mentioned how we, I called the spare bed our couch. Well, I basically sort of outfitted like a couch. Um, I put basically just a sheet on it and then a comforter and then I have like some like throw pillows. And for two nights now, we've watched two movies. We just put Chris's TV on my bed and then we all just three sit on the other bed and we just watch a movie together. So, I mean, honestly, we got the life, and I got the RGB lights, and I just turned them on, like the little glowy effect. I mean, it really can't get any better than this. We could also have a good game night with Chris's PlayStation if he wants to get that out. Well, yeah, that's true, but Chris did say that the TV he has has, like, extreme input lag when he tries to hook up any console to it. So, we'll see if we do that. <laughs> That's true. I mean, we we also still play together. I also freaking got yeah. my internet, uh, Ethernet finally working. So I went from like four down and like twenty up to ninety down, ninety up. So now I can actually like do things and with no lag. So that's fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. Cause on on Monday we said that Adam was stuck using the the wireless, but literally like the day after, somehow his Ethernet just started working and now his internet's fine over here. Well, actually, I. Well, it started working because I found out how to register my device. So thank you, uh, SNT IT, for helping me. They actually got back really fast, but it's probably because there's not that many people here yet. Yeah. But yeah. But actually, there's a kid in my OE group who was in the problem-solving workshop with me. And so obviously we had to do it online, and we had to enter the questions in, and you hit enter, and it grades, it, and then you move on to the next question. Well, when I was doing it at first on the Wi-Fi, it worked fine. It was a little slow. It probably took like five seconds to process the question. But he told me for every question he did, it took five minutes to go to the next. It would just spin and spin. And he can't get it. He doesn't have an Ethernet jack on his laptop because he has an, he's an XPS. So, I mean, he's really getting beyond screwed up there. So, I hope it gets better, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm actually surprised. Uh, not, it's not bad internet, 
but it's definitely not super fast for the University of Science and Technology. Yeah. But I, mean, I heard we are getting new internet, according to my O-Week mentor. Oh, cool. Well, see, Adam says it's not bad internet, okay. but okay. for me and Chris, this internet is definitely really good because uh, we get 90 down and 90 up. That is at least twice as good as what I got on the ethernet back at my house. <laughs> But somehow, Adam, you got, what, like 250 down at your house? Uh, over the Wi-Fi, and then if you connect directly to the uh, router, you can get 425. 425, oh my gosh. Uh, well, that's only because we, it used to be capped at 200, but then somehow we threatened to leave, uh, and the ISP was like, all right, we're just going to double your speed with an unlock. <laughs> so then we ended up getting right. way faster speeds, but really, it wasn't really noticeable. Well, I mean, it was noticeable, but only if you're like close to the router. Yeah, or, you know, if you download anything. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, but I'm not saying that this internet is bad. 90 up and 90 down is plenty. No, I yeah, only got 20 up in my house, so. Plus we get, what, like two ping? <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah. So I just had faster speeds, but all around, this one's probably more solid. And I have access to an ethernet, because I was only, always on the Wi-Fi at home. But, yeah. But also, speaking of internet, our freaking friend Will uh, goes to Purdue, and that <laughs> oh man God. is getting like a gigabit down and a gigabit up. No, he had, so our friend Will sent us a screenshot in our Discord, and at Purdue, he has zero ping on the speed test. <laughs> Wait, was it actually zero? Pretty sure it was zero ping, 650 down, and like 930 up, so... He had, one he, had, ping. he had one, one ping. One millisecond. 690 down and 941 up. Adam just pulled up the screenshot. So that is literally insane over there. Yeah. <laughs> and they have like 40,000 people. And also, I guess, getting back to our COVID thing, they haven't had any problems, I don't think. So, But they just yeah. moved in. Not I, I have not heard any problems with them. But yeah, our friend Will literally just moved in on Tuesday. So we'll see how that turns out. I but mean, with I did, internet speed like that, nothing can go wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm joking. And uh, I did hear that Purdue, uh, they did send everybody, like all of their students, a free at-home test for COVID. And they also sent them, I think, three free masks and a thermometer. So... Oh, they got free thermometers? Yeah, and, and free masks. So they're definitely... Uh, taking it pretty seriously as well. Well, their population is gigantic, so... Yeah, I think they have, what, like 40,000 students? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, basically the whole... The, the town is the college. Yeah. So, I mean, there's like buses that are run by the college. Well, yeah, see, in Purdue, the town is the college, but here at S&T, the college is the only thing in the town. <laughs> <laughs> That's not totally true. Yeah, there, there's a few things around here. There's a, a little skate park that I tried to visit the other day. I went at like 8.30 because Google Maps said it was open till 10 p.m. I went there, the gate was locked, so I just had to come right back to the dorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mark, why don't you tell them, I don't know if you ever told them yet about how you're uh, basically equivalent to Tony Hawk in skating. Okay, well, <laughs> I am not nearly equivalent to Tony Hawk. <laughs> no one can But <laughs> during the like complete lockdown time where we were just at our houses, I started learning how to skateboard because we had an old skateboard in our house. My dad used to skate, so it was like 20 years old, but you know, it wasn't snapped in half, so it, was, it still worked. So I used that for probably about a month and a half of learning, and then I ended up buying my own $3, skateboard. $3,000. No, it was not $3,000. <laughs> it was like $105 for a complete, which for those of you who don't know, a complete is just a full skateboard with the wheels trucks and deck and it's just fully assembled already 
And then I started skating with that. And once the skate parks opened up, I went to one near my house and I've been learning stuff since then. So it's a pretty fun time, especially in the time of social distancing. Skating is really easy to social distance with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, I've actually seen a lot of people playing like uh, hacky sack or like frisbee in the lawn outside Havener. Oh, yeah. Outside Havener. Yeah, we we also have a huge lawn outside our dorm, which I've seen a few people playing frisbee in as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we also eat. So I think we said that like multiple times. Yeah, but I honestly forget what we say sometimes. Yeah, honestly, I don't remember what we actually put on the podcast. So we just kind of <laughs> repeat ourselves until uh, it's over. <laughs> yeah. Well, also when we get new listeners, we only have four episodes at this point, so it's really easy for them to just knock the four out like within a day. And then, I mean, the first one we recorded was almost a month ago well not almost a month ago i should say but it's getting yeah. close i want to say like three weeks ago yeah so we're getting close to a month yeah we'll probably have like a one month special or something oh and we were looking at the statistics for our listeners earlier oh on yeah Anchor, i totally forgot about this shout out to our one listener in ireland, ireland. yeah so, thank you we've actually yeah. gone international within the first <laughs> month that's insanity yeah, so we have no idea who you who you are listening from Ireland, but we thank you yeah. for listening to the Dorm Podcast. I want to see if anybody else knows, but we still ninety eight percent USA, one percent Ireland. So and then one percent nothing apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I don't really know why it says that. Also, uh, most of our listeners come from Apple Podcasts. So uh, if you listen on an Apple Podcast, please uh, leave a review. It really helps uh, get the podcast out. Uh, 30% come from Spotify, uh, so I don't know if, can you review Spotify? Uh, you cannot review on Spotify, but I believe you can like it. I don't know if that helps it or not, I'm but sure I do does. know that every listen helps us when you search it on Spotify. It helps our podcast to actually come up. I think you need a certain amount of listens before it comes up when you search it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, actually, now that I think about it, I know that our podcast is growing at least somewhat because 11% of our users use CastBox, and I don't know anyone personally, and I don't have anything against CastBox, but I don't use it, and people that I showed it to haven't really been using this, but people are listening on CastBox, so shout out to those people, too. Share. Yeah. share. Basically, shout out to all our listeners. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, also, I guess we're just going to go over our statistics right now because I haven't <laughs> pulled up. But also, uh, 25% of our audience is uh, female, uh, 66% is male as of now, and 9% non-binary. So, I mean, cool. I mean, it kind of looks like yeah. S&T a little bit because <laughs> it's almost a 70-30 <laughs> split. So I guess if all of S&T is listening to us, thank you. Uh, yeah, well, it also says we have 37 listeners so far, so I don't think it's the entire population of S&T. Yeah, well, actually, but... yeah, we have an estimated <laughs> size, an audience size of 37 people. Yeah. So that's not that bad. So 37 people recurringly listen to our podcast. So, and then if you look at our thing over time, we peaked like the week of August uh, 12th through the 18th, which is really interesting because... Well, that was, that was like right when we released the third episode, it yeah. looks like. So we're actually growing according to our graph. Yeah. So According, according to our graph on uh, Anchor, uh, it looks like we're growing. Yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> hopefully it's correct. Also, what's even more interesting is 0 through 17 is 9% of our audience. 
18 through 22 is 63%, so that's awesome. That's exactly what, not exactly where we want to be. You can listen at whatever age you are, but, but that's obviously... that's pretty much the, our target audience yeah, that's for the most, most part. Yeah, then we have some 20 to 34-year-olds. Okay, that makes sense. Maybe right out of college, I don't know. <laughs> and then we have 45 to 59-year-olds, so I'm going to guess that's our parents, and that's at 16%. Yeah. So, and then I also forgot to say 20 through 34 is 13%, so, but yeah. yeah. So, so <laughs> now now that we've uh, gone, gone over the entire statistics page, uh, Adam, how was your uh, academic workshop? Like, I didn't really see much of what you were doing, so how did that go? Yeah, that's true, because I guess you and Chris got to work on it together, and I sadly did not. Um, it wasn't too bad. Uh, some of the lectures were a little long. Uh, I mean, I I cannot complain. The longest one was like 23 minutes, if I remember correctly. So oh. that that makes me... Why? How long were yours? Okay, so Adam said his longest one was 23 minutes. Chris and I had to watch two lectures every day. Every lecture was at least 40 minutes long. Oh my goodness. Yeah, my shortest one was nine minutes long. Oh my gosh. But uh, every... Uh, I had two lectures every day, but you said you had two anyways. But yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, I should not be complaining because it wasn't even really that hard of material either. And uh, then we had uh, assignments afterwards that corresponded to the uh, lecture, and the amount of questions was really a toss-up. Usually the longer the lecture, the more the questions, but it ended up being around uh, anywhere from 10 to 20, usually, from a worksheet. How many did you have? Uh, so we had probably like 20 questions per assignment, and then we had like five assignments per day. Oh, so seriously? We, yeah, five assignments? Oh my Usually. Goodness. Sometimes we had like three, but basically the average was like 100 questions per day. But luckily, what? those were not required, so Chris and I just did like a few of each topic and then skipped to the next one. Uh, and actually, our, pre, or our placement test, which we just took this morning, was actually significantly easier than the one we took earlier in the summer when we were at home. So I feel like we probably both passed it this time and we won't have to end up taking a trig class. That's true. Well, also the one that they put, they give us this summer was really to estimate where you would go. So they probably made it as hard as possible. Cause if you did really well, then obviously you'd be in a high math class. Well, yeah. Cause like I know, well, I thought I tested into Calc 2, but turns out they only put me in Calc 2 because they thought I was going to score high enough on the AP calculus test, but I only got a three on that, which is still a good grade. Yeah. It's still, it's still passing for most schools, but you know, this is a math and science school. So they only accept fours or fives on it. Although one, one of my friend or one of our friends, Caleb, did actually tell us that they're accepting threes this year. But I think at this point, I'm just going to stay in Calc 1 because I've not heard good things about oh, freshmen yeah. ta taking Calc 2. Yeah, I heard Calc 2 was the hardest class they have on campus, math-wise. And uh, yeah, and then I heard Calc 1 isn't bad. And I hear Calc 3 is pretty easy, too, because I think Calc 3 and Calc 1 are similar. And then Calc 2 is just awful. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to try and switch into Calc 2 now, even if they do accept threes, because even at like pretty much every school, I've heard that taking Calc 2 as a freshman just sucks. <laughs> yeah, and then one thing too is um, I think I'm taking college algebra. I might move up just depending on how well I did on the test because I haven't gotten my results back. But like in high school, I always strove to, you know, be in one of the highest classes, you know, math-wise, usually, to push myself. But honestly... Uh, I mean, don't look down on yourself if you are not in the highest class or anything. Because, well, number one, everybody's major is different from everybody else's. You don't need to compare yourself to other people. Because in high school, you're all doing one thing. 
you're trying to get through the system so that the government doesn't have to worry about you anymore. <laughs> right. And like as long as you're learning, you're still like you're still improving yourself. So that's all that really matters. Yeah. And then like in high school too, I mean I'm joking about the government just letting you go, but everybody <laughs> learns the same thing. You all have to do common core and stuff. But in college, like I mean I'm doing computer engineering and computer science, and Mark, uh, have you decided yet? Because you were undecided when we yeah, started this podcast. I, I have not decided yet. I'm still undecided engineering right now, but I am leaning towards electrical. I think I think I said that in the Monday podcast, but honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> Do you know what Chris is doing? I think Chris is still undecided as well. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, so ours, I guess, is a little bit more similar, but, like, obviously, a nuclear engineer's classes are probably going to be a lot different than mine. So, um, yeah, so don't worry about, uh, like others, like comparing yourself, especially in college is not, not a good thing. I mean, always strive to be your best and always try to do, you know, what you can, but especially in college, the competition gets a lot stiffer and then the classes are just so much more. So focus on yourself, focus on being the best version of yourself. And that's what makes college enjoyable. And that's what makes, I think, kind of living by ourselves enjoyable, too, is for the first time, for most people, they really get to take care of themselves. You get to learn about yourself, like what, you know, what values you want to carry on to your adult life and really just where you want to go in life. Because really, all through your life, your hand has been held, and now is the chance to really kind of take off the training wheels and see how far you can get without falling over. <laughs> yeah, and really kind of what Adam's saying is that, like, now we're all responsible for ourselves, which for some people, I'm sure that can be overwhelming, but it's also like a good thing because obviously you're going to have to be adults at some point. You're going to have to move out of your parents' basement if you live there. <laughs> uh, not, not, not saying that that's a bad place to be. Like <laughs> if, you're, <laughs> if, if you're, if you're, if uh, you're, if you got some goals and you're working towards them. And you have to live in your parents' basement for a few years to make it there. Sure, that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. But like, but what I'm when saying, when you're 40 and you're still down there, it's <laughs> kind of an issue. Unless you're helping to take care of them. Yeah. Huh. Well, like what I'm saying though, is, well, now that we're on our own, we get to take care of ourselves and kind of like learn how to be adults. So, honestly, college is kind of a nice transition in between being shoved out of high school and like actually going into adult life. It's, it's pretty similar to adult life, but honestly, like with the college, we still have a lot of systems in place that if we really need help, we can ask for help if we need it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, kind of like I said, uh, like you see how far you can get without falling off because I mean, it's your time to strike out on your own. I mean, everybody hates failing, but honestly, the best way you learn is through failure because you know you're not going to do it again. Yeah. So, I mean, also on campus, we have a lot of tutoring. Uh, we have free uh, minor wellness. So, you know, if you need help with anything, go there. Great resource. Um, yeah, and there's a bunch of other stuff, too, that I could probably name. But, you know, that's also what's nice about college, too, is, again, the systems, like Mark said, it's spot on. So, Yeah. Yeah, and I know Adam mentioned minor wellness, but I don't know if you uh, like explained what it is. But minor wellness is basically we have th free counseling and like therapy on campus, and I believe there's also free health ser health services through mm -hmm. that as well, like physical health. Yeah, so I mean, and also they have. A, I think I read on their website that there's just a place to relax. So you know, head over there if you want. There's no harm or foul in that. So yeah.
Might just want to tell them you're coming though, just in case uh, they're closed. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also there's tutoring too, so that's nice. Cause like in high school there isn't really tutoring. You can go to your teacher like before and after school, but honestly that's a little annoying because you know you always have to see like when they get there, yeah, and if they're there. Although with uh, talking to teachers and everything, in college there's also professor office hours where you can go and get one-on-one -on -one help from them too. So even though we haven't started classes yet, it definitely feels like we'll be pretty well taken care of, and we will like. We'll be able to succeed in our classes. We have plenty of things there to help us. Yeah, I mean, really, there's nothing that we can't do. <laughs> so I guess that's a great place to end our motivational speech of this installment of the Dorm Podcast. I mean, uh, our interesting topics this week, I mean, I didn't really think of anything. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about a free Fortnite? <laughs> Is Fortnite free? It's already free. No, no, the, the <laughs> movement. Have you heard about that? No. Oh, uh, basically, you know how Apple wants to, you have to like pay everything through Apple on like an app, so that's like why everything's so expensive. Oh yeah, and then they took Fortnite off the App Store. Yeah, because they started doing direct payment to Epic, so they took it off, <laughs> and now there's like a big free Fortnite movement. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that's kind of been interesting, at least in my world of technology. Uh, otherwise, um, I don't know. I mean, stuff's been happening. Yeah, well, not a lot has happened so far. We've been pretty busy with O-Week. Did my laundry today. Uh, yeah, Adam <laughs> did his laundry, I guess. I also did my laundry today. We haven't had too much things going on other than O-Week. So, and uh, me locking myself out of my room every five minutes. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sure we'll have plenty of nice stories to tell you next week as well with our first week of classes. We are starting classes on Monday, which, you know, I've always heard that colleges always start later than public schools, which with this whole pandemic thing going on, I think colleges are ending up starting much earlier than public schools this year. Because I know at least the high school back where we went, they aren't starting until at least August 31st, I believe. But we... You know, we're like I said, we're starting on Monday, which is the 24th. So we're starting at least a week earlier than them. Well, yeah, we were supposed to, oh, not we, but I guess the, the school we used to go to, they were supposed to start on the 15th, and they ended up pushing it back because uh, just I think they're just trying to buy themselves time at this point. Yeah, I think they're trying to buy themselves time because it seems like they haven't really prepared a whole lot for the coming school year <laughs> yeah and then to kind of speak on how uh we've also been really busy with o week and everything so i wouldn't say that we've been having a lot of time like we probably just heard movement in the background that was me putting on my shoes because i actually need to leave in like five ish minutes to go to a o week or this other uh, minor ramen i guess is what i have to go to so we kind of did a quick uh, little installment after mark got done with his testing this morning with chris and then i had my testing last night so i mean we're kind of all over the place so hopefully yeah. when things actually solidify, our topics will be more interesting. <laughs> right. And yeah, like Adam was saying, we're actually just uh, recording this podcast real quick before he has to leave. Uh, technically, he has to be there at 2. Right now, it's at uh, 2.01. No, 2.10 is when I have to be there. Oh, he has to be there at 2.10. Right now, it's 2.01. So we're pretty much right on time for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can probably squeeze a, a few more minutes out of here because we do, we do try to promise that the episode is around an hour long. Yeah. So it just kind of depends. We're getting you the nice content that you paid for. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, well, I guess this is free, but the only thing, uh, the only payment we require, and we is don't, your soul. No, <laughs> the only payment that we want is just uh, you liking the podcast and sharing it to your friends. Yeah, the and only payment we want—that's only if you like it, though. If you don't is like for it, for you to tattoo the dorm all over your body and just uh, share with everybody you know to listen to this podcast. Yeah, your friend will be like, "Bro, why did why did your arms say the dorm podcast? What does that mean?" Yeah, and, and then you gonna... can say, "Hey, actually, it's this great podcast. Look it up." <laughs> and then they're gonna do the same exact thing, and then soon everybody will just have the dorm podcast tattooed on their bodies. Yeah, and soon we will control the whole planet just with our podcast. <laughs> Every episode just turns into a big like speech of <laughs> tyranny. Well, we're not gonna be tyrants. We're gonna be gentle, uh, authoritarian leaders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean. I mean, do you have anything else you really want to cover, Mark? Because I think we've really um, kind of hit the bottom of the barrel. I mean... Well, you know, uh, with us, like, being responsible for ourselves and stuff, we are kind of responsible for feeding ourselves <laughs> and uh, <laughs> keeping ourselves entertained. So we've been d- doing pretty good with that, honestly. Like Adam said, we've been having some movie nights with me, Adam, and Chris. And uh, even though we have the Havener Center, like... A two-minute walk away. We also have enough food to feed like three armies in here. What so. are you talking about? <laughs> We've been eating pretty good in the dorm as well. We have tons of snacks. Okay. So Actually, I have I don't not have been any hungry. snacks, but I just have food. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been hungry for a single second since I got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they the freshman fifteen is really true. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's totally fifteen pounds, but there is some weight gain. Oh yeah, with that. Uh, I can kind of see like how easy it is to put on 15 pounds as a freshman, like they say, because in the Havener Center, at all of the soda machines, there isn't even an option for water. So <laughs> the healthiest thing you can get for a drink in the Havener Center when you're going there is Powerade, which, I mean, it's okay, but so obviously I guess if, if you you're just drinking sprint, it every day. <laughs> if you just sprint to Havener, then you, you'll need those nutrients. Yeah. <laughs> So it'll pay off. So just hard sprint to have her. Oh, yeah, you know it. Yeah. Oh, you know what I wanted to mention, I guess, from uh, an interesting topic real quick when I still have time, is uh, you talk about how well, Mark brought a skateboard and he skates and stuff, but I've seen a lot of people with bikes. I've actually seen some people with electric bikes, and uh, then I've also seen some people with one wheels. So if you don't know what a one wheel is, basically it's like a skateboard, so there's like a deck, and then in the middle of the deck there's just this big wheel, <laughs> and uh, you just kind of lean backwards or forwards to you know go forward or backward. Yeah, so. and and it like auto balances itself. So basically, it's just a wheel that you ride around, and we've seen a few people riding them around campus already. Yeah, I mean it's really cool because I mean I guess with a skateboard, especially with hills, you have to like constantly push yourself up. Yeah. But uh uh. I saw one. I've seen two so far. I saw the big one wheel and the small one wheel. Well, the big one is like a grand, and then the small one's like 800, I think. My gosh. So, I mean, uh, you know, you do you, but I don't think I'd be lugging that thing around. Yeah, for real. Also, they don't fold up or anything. Where a skateboard, you can kind of like just strap it to your backpack and carry yeah. it around. And we actually have seen quite a few people riding longboards around campus. So, if you longboard, then there you go. We saw some people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What's what's better though for just riding around a longboard because of stability? Well, yeah, just for riding around is usually a longboard because you don't do tricks yeah. on a longboard for the most part. That's just cruising around. Or I mean, you can just do the classic, which is just to walk. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what we've been doing so far, just kind of walking around campus. Mark, you going to skate to your classes? Dude, I don't know. Maybe I will. <laughs> well, we'll see. Most of our classes are online, so also kind of speaking to... Uh, Wait, we're just basically flipping around at this point, like a fish on the deck. Uh, uh, we, we're just sitting here basically a lot, so uh, exercise is kind of critical. So also, don't forget we have the a rec gym. center, yeah, which yeah. is free. I went to the gym yesterday with our friend Caleb. It's a pretty nice gym actually, and, and deep. you know it's free. Yeah, and too deep, and yeah, you know it's free, so it's uh, pretty solid to have that on campus, not too far away. Yeah, I mean, honestly, for paying the tuition, I hope everything is free, I guess. Yeah. Uh, also, we kind of said that uh, classes are starting next week, and we've actually been getting a ton of emails already from our professors starting on, like, Wednesday. We've been getting a ton of emails telling us, like, what online school things we need to pay for and subscribe for and stuff. So... I'm glad that a lot of our professors are being proactive with that so we actually know what's going on. Yeah, that's true. And then one of my chemistry group chat is uh, going nuts because no one knows what code to use to get this thing for our class. Uh, everybody's just losing their minds at this point. Uh, yeah. And then I guess really to really close it out, um, we like living here. Yeah. <laughs> we, we enjoy I mean, honestly, our room is balling, baller. We're ballers balling out. Basically, the ceilings are super tall. Uh, I have a room to myself, so I guess I'm the biggest baller. Not really. Um, yeah, Adam is the biggest baller. Yeah. Drinks eight cans of root beer a day. Okay, I don't even have cans. I have liters. But eight I don't know. liters of root beer did, a day. Okay, that's not even physically possible, I don't even think. Well, it's probably physically possible, but not for very long. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, I mean... This is awesome, and I don't know. I think we'll stay here for a while. I don't know if we're going to get the same room next year because Mark was telling me you can request the same room the next year. But Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can, but I'm not 100% certain on that. But, you know, also, so far, we've been at S&T for almost exactly a week. It'll be a week tomorrow, and it's been very organized so far, and I think they really know what they're doing. We even have a whole dorm set aside for quarantines if we need that. Whole building. Like, yeah, a whole Ugh. dorm building. Uh, it's one of their old dorm buildings set aside for quarantines if we really need it. So honestly, yeah. it's called Ferrar, I think. Yeah. I think they were supposed to knock it down, but they kept <laughs> it up. <laughs> well, yeah. Honestly, I think we'll be able to stay here for a while, and you know, S and T is doing a pretty good job at providing a good program. So yeah, I mean. That's been it. That's been episode number four for the Dorm Podcast. Uh, it wasn't an hour, but I have exactly two minutes to go to my O week group. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry yeah. if I had to cut it a little short, but uh, yeah. So, Adam's going to be sprinting to his O week group. Uh, always remember that Adam drinks root beer every day. <laughs> <laughs>